right then, uh, this is Handkerchief Dynasty Podcast, uh, episode 32, I believe? Uh, 32 or maybe 31. There was a lost episode in there somewhere. I'm pretty sure we're, I'm pretty sure 31 came out and it was really weak. And then, um, yeah, so this is episode 32. Okay. Kind of, kind of, kind of back after a little bit of break. Our last episode was on Christmas Eve. It was released. You know, we're all kind of on holiday mode. Unfortunately, you said the Christmas magic and Oilers magic were, were lining up. Clearly, that didn't happen. Well, they were. I mean, after that Montreal game, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to get into it? Well, I don't know. What do you, do you want, want to get I, into I don't it? want to. What I want to do, I, what I want to do is I want to lie down in a ball the way I've been lying down in a ball listening to Philip Glass at very low you volume get, for like days on end. Like, get into dude, the like. Ball. Yeah, maybe I just need okay. a better headset to get into the full ball. Okay. Well, listen, I have a new, I have a segment. I usually don't have segments on. Oh this yeah, show. you that's kind wow, of more, okay. That's kind of your bag. Way to go. A segment. Tell me. Uh, the segment is, it's called. It's called. Uh, what is that? So, topic one for the segment. What is that? Is when the Oilers talk about going into the Battle of Alberta. How much? how important that that battle is and everything about it. And then they show up and do what they did in that game. What is that? Like, what's going on? What is that? That's like a, a tale as old as time. That's the Oilers' modus operandi. And what is that? Like, what is going on? When they talk that game and they talk that shit and then they show up or they don't show up, they just come out and it's the weakest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, what's going on there? What do you think? Because that's the problem, right? And it's back huh. again, and it looks like it's going to bite us in the ass again, huh. where we just completely check out, and we're done for the rest of the season. Like, we just don't give a shit. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, this is the thing. This is the thing. What is we that? We just like, don't like, give so, a shit. So, I, so, I mean... What is that? Is it's kind of an it's kind of a pretty broad and all encompassing premise for for like, absolutely, but, but, absolutely. But I, feel, I feel as though I feel like the genre of of that that you're trying to hit on are, are the frustrating, uh, vexing, really just the vexing things about the Oilers where you're like, what the fuck is that? Like the like sometimes when they just forget how to pass, you know? What is that? No, no, no. It's it's like when they don't show up is what I'm concerned about because. No other team that I've watched does this, where they just don't show up. I Like, I was at that Calgary game. My son and I went to that game. And it was, I've never seen hockey played so poorly. Like, they weren't interested at all. And I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how that can happen. Like, I don't know how you can be in a rivalry game. Like, you're in a rivalry game, right? This is kind of the reason why when you're a little boy, you want to play hockey, right? So just think like you're, you're, little, you're little Connor McDavid you're and you're watching those Connor. games on TV and then you get an opportunity to play in one and you're just like, nope, nope, I'd rather not. Good old time hockey. Yeah. Like what's uh, going it's, on? It's bullshit is what it is. Uh, I think it's... Uh, well, it's, it's obviously it's, it's, bullshit. It's, it's, it's the hell mouth. It's the vortex. It's the... It's... Uh, yeah, man, I just got to say, like, you know, what is that? It's it's frustrating is what it is. It's the kind of thing that makes you want yeah, to but, punch a wall. But what's going on? Like, what is the – what's the reason for the – if it's the hell mouth, then Edmonton has no business Lack of vitamin D? Lack of vitamin D? Lack of vitamin D has always been my number one guess. I would love to get some blood samples. Let's check, check those vitamin and D let's levels. Just, like, move the team uh, – Seattle's got a team. Let's move the team to, like – Cleveland or give like Kansas City another shot at it. Okay, because but can we move can we can we move to Kansas City with them then? Cuz I'll do it. I mean, yeah, you can move. I'm obviously stuck here like I'm I'm going to be in Edmonton until the you day can, I you die. Can, you can load the brood up like like uh Beverly Hillbilly no. style just like lady in the rocking chair on the top, hold whole deal. Why not? And we'll it was so like you. like Oh, so many things are stopping me, man. So many things. We were watching the game, and he was like, Dad, this is terrible. Like, this is awful hockey. Like, what's wrong? This is, the hockey is broken, Dad. And I was like, yeah, 
yeah, I know. This is, and then afterwards we couldn't find our car downtown. Uh-huh. Forty minutes. Oh, 40 minutes. But I, I was I totally. When we left the park, I told my oh, son, my. I was like, I was like, remember where we parked? And he was me relying on a nine-year-old, right? I was like, remember where we parked? Because <laughs> I won't remember. And he was like, sure, Dad, what? right by the what Boston, right by the Boston responsibility pizza. as an adult. Well, I know my strengths, right? Remembering where I parked isn't one of them. So then we left, and I was like, okay, where are we? He was like, geez, Dad, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm kind of turned around. And I was like, oh, okay. So we wandered around for 45 minutes in the cold downtown, kind of like going over the game. It was nice. After, we were holding hands. We were holding the hands. We kind of like came to terms with what we witnessed. I explained Walking to him very, how... Walking is very therapeutic. Walking is very therapeutic. I explained I mean, to him how... No, I explained to him how this is what it is. What you're feeling right now is what it is. Like, this is it. Oh, man. He, he, oh, man. He cried a little bit more, and I cried a little bit. Jesus. And we both swore a little bit, and then we came to terms about it. And then the next morning, we kind of rehashed it over our Cinnamon Toast Crunch, what we had experienced. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, we're right back where we started. I do not like... Oh, yeah. This is the started, the, the call Oilers up. We're like waiting to see them. Yeah. We're like waiting to see them shit the bed because they're the Oilers. It's like, yeah, okay, but hold here. Like, yeah. It's you know what's really odd though. You know what's really baffling and even like vexing on its own crazy level. So uh, like I know like you watched the, you you went to the game, you know heartbroken. Like yeah. meanwhile, like I spent most of the holiday. I gotta be honest, just like in the ball on the floor. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And you know we had that huge crazy spike a while back. Remember that. We had like fifteen hundred plays of the podcast in like one week all over the world, and it was like, "What the fuck?" And then it went back down to like nothing. Well, you were like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Obviously, something is broken." Obviously, it's being. I, I mean, I'm, I still am convinced it was being used to torture people in black ops sites, like yeah, on, on yeah, other stands, because it would be such a potent torture tool. Anyways, mm-hmm. you know, we like we like really slowed down. We both got busy. We weren't really releasing tons of episodes. Like we haven't talked about the Vancouver game. I think we, we've missed two games, right? The Vancouver game and the fucking flame out against the flames, but. But yeah. you know what? I, I, as I as I'm on Skype with you, I like load up the dashboard, and this is like, oh, there's some another mysterious spike has started. We've already had, with almost no effort, we've already had our second best week ever in plays. Like I've been like, and I know because I've been looking at the number of plays. It's been right around nice, nice, like interesting historical dates. You know, it like went through the 1800s for a while, and I'm like a history mm-hmm. buff, so I was just like googling years the whole the whole way. I'm like, oh, what happened in 1909? Oh, what happened in 19 blah blah blah. And then, like, I look at it now, and it's all of a sudden it's twenty one thirty seven. It's like uh, history has yet to be written for what happens in twenty one thirty seven, man. Uh-huh. Very odd. So, what do you so, think about these call ups? Like, Kyler Yamamoto is coming back. That uh, and then Lagason, William yeah, so Lajason. Now we're doing that again. Well, to be honest, I mean, like, I don't see the harm in in. No, Someone, nobody ever in him getting a game a game or two. Like, see if sure, see if he, sure. he gels. But whatever, this is the thing, this is the thing. It's all meaningless until until we make the trade for like a Peugeot or like another center. Like we need we need more troops. We don't have the troops, dude. We need the troops. And we're playing and, and McDavid and fucking Drysaddle need to be playing fucking forty five minute forty five second shifts like the rest of the fucking world because they're both they both play over a minute and uh they're getting like tons of minuses, right? Yeah, I guess so, but I mean, like, Drysaddle in that game against the Flames was horseshit. So was yeah. Connie. They played like ass. Yeah, yeah. See, this so, is the, this is this is this is what's particularly vexing is is not only it's like it's like we have we have being we have being the feeling of being vexed, and I'm really into the word vex right now. Okay, in case yeah. you can't tell. No, but it's no, like no. It's, we, ago, we it's all like, can oh, tell. We, we have we have the best scorer in the league, number one scorer, and we're still shit. And then right now it's like, oh, we have the two best scorers in the league, the two highest scorers in the league, and we have zero confidence in our team. It's like, what the fuck? Like, how is this even possible in like the laws of physics and mathematics and probabilities and statistics? Like, how many how many times has a team had the top two scorers in the league? And, I don't like, think it's no fucking confidence going into the second half. Yeah, never. I'm gonna say never. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it was it's just fucked up on every it's level. Insane. It's insane. I don't know. I think. Uh, 
Like, Daryl Cates is a businessman, right? He's a fucking businessman. And I don't think the Edmonton Oilers are a worthwhile business venture at this point anymore. The economy here is fucking tanking. So if people stop going to the... Oh, yeah. Well, that's what they tell me. I don't know. I'm, my, my economy has been tanking since I was, like, 15 years old, right? Well, like, like yeah, I... My economy is, like... It's like if, if I was an economy on the world stage from, like, the beginning, I would have been, like... Like, who was, like... Who was that guy, that American preacher that, like, started that colony somewhere in Latin America? Jim, Jim Jones? Jones? It's like yeah. it's like it's like if, if Jim Jones's cousin started like a a little community in like Paraguay. It's like that's what I right. report to. So like right. I have I have the GDP of Paraguay and I've been trying to build my GDP ever since. Right. And well, hopefully, people... hopefully one day my gross national product will be beloved by all. But the games used to sell out during all those years when the Oilers were shit. There were sellouts right. for all those years, and there's not yeah. sellouts this year, which is the fir- that's the first time that's happened in a long time. So if the Oilers start sucking combined with our shitty economy, like, I don't know. I don't know. There's Hmm. no, like, there's a problem here. And I think the problem is that nobody just fucking wants to play here. That's what I think the problem is. I'm going to go back to Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you saying the answer has been right in front of us the whole time? And it's that? It's that nobody wants to fucking play slash live in Edmonton? I, well, I think so. I think that's a big part of it. He said from on Skype from hundreds of miles away, having fled Edmonton himself like a million years ago previously. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing, man. Like, <clears throat> Vancouver's I just got don't problems, understand. and I fucking hate it right now a little bit, too, to be honest. But compared to Edmonton, it's like, I don't know. I just, I do not understand how you could show up. Like, unless somebody, like I was telling you, unless, like, right before that game, somebody was yeah, like, like, guess what? Guess what, guys? Like, my mom just shot herself in the face, and that everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, that's terrible news." And then they were just like, "Well, I can't. Uh, I don't feel like playing hockey right now." And everyone was really bummed out about it, and they were just like, "Oh my god, this is terrible." Like, that's the only possible thing that could explain how shitty they played against Calgary. Like, I don't understand how you are on that type of stage. It's the game after Christmas. You know everyone's going to be fucking psyched. Like, that first goal, the first goal Calgary scored, which was 18 seconds in, by the way. Oh, sorry, 11 seconds into the game. Uh, my son and I just sat yeah, it was, down. It was fucked up, Just fucked up. sat down. <laughs> and it was like, it was like they weren't even, like, it was such a disorganized mess. Yeah. It was like, it was like when you run out of the house and your coat's not on, and you're like, Whoa. You know what I mean? Like you're putting on your like, coat and like they running need to in. Do summer school. They need to do summer school where all the players just stay there for an extra two months and they just practice. Like they're, it's almost like they're like an AHL slash junior team or something where they just like they just need they need to practice more. I don't know, man. I think summer we're in school. big. They need to go to summer I school. We're, I think we're in big, big trouble all of a sudden. Like I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're it was, But like, what's it gonna, like? What what's it going to take? What's it gonna it's crazy that we had a good team up until Christmas. Like, we finally did that, right? Christmas, on Christmas, I was, like, not dreading going to that Calgary Flames game, which in previous years, if I had got hockey tickets on Christmas, I'd be, like, looking for a way to get out of it. Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, you would just tease just enough to actually not be dreading it. Whereas I, I entered the full dread ball, like, two weeks ago. I was just like, okay. You know, like I, I could sense, I, I sense oh, man. a million voices crying out in pain before being like. Destroyed. I guess so. It was but all was there. Also, it was all there. Yeah. I was also at that Montreal game, and that was the best. That was the best hockey game I've ever been to. That was yeah. the best Oilers game I've ever been to. So how we can go from that in a span of two days? Like I wonder if over Christmas. Like players' families were just like, "So what's it like living in Edmonton?" And all the guys were like, "Well." And once they explained what it's like, they were kind of like, ah. And then their families were like, geez, like, can you imagine if you were playing somewhere else? Wouldn't that be great? And they were like, yeah, yeah. Now that you mention it, like, maybe. And then they came back and they were just like, oh, my gosh. Like, what am I doing here? What am I doing with my life? What are you going to do here with me in Edmonton? Um, it's crazy, I mean, man. You know, it's fucked up. It's over. It's all over. We got to become like, as long as we don't become Patriots fans and call into the post game to talk about the Patriots, 
because, like, Jesus Christ. I think we got uh, our first Boston listener, though. It's like, I, I haven't, I've been, like, way too depressed to look oh, at I'm the sure dashboard. Oh, I'm sure it's that guy. I'm sure it's that guy. I've been way too depressed guy. to look at the dashboard that, like, I, like, literally, there's, like, all this new stuff on here. So, yeah, Massachusetts. No, it's Sutton. Sutton's probably near Boston, right? Yeah, like, it definitely Sutton sounds like it. Sure. Yeah, we're it's fucked, not, man. It's all over. Like, uh, I actually do feel good because it means the um, uh, the the podcast is back on brand. So yeah, right. Yeah. Yes, I'm so much more comfortable. Yeah, it's like just like it's just getting knowing that I get to come on mic with you and like you to just poetically and and eloquently express your your sorrow and your rage and your frustration, while while like myself having just like you know been like. Uh, wallowing in a pool of my own self-pity for so long. It's almost like refreshing for me. It's like I'm sticking my head out of the pool of self-pity to be energized by like the, the passion in your voice as you, as you express And now like the New York Rangers are coming here for, for a New Year's Eve game. Like, can you imagine being on the fucking, <clears throat> yeah. the fucking New York Rangers, right? And being like, oh, this is going to be great. Like we have to go to Edmonton on New Year's Eve. We could yeah. have been in New York City. So I imagine they're going to come in and just being like, like they're going to be so pissed off. Yeah, they're going to be even, a chip on their shoulder a little bit. That they're even here. Aren't they kind and of the a Oilers, shitty team? Are they, are they a good team or a bad team this year? Aren't it they doesn't bad? matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't Whether or not matter. other teams are yeah. shitty, that concerns us not. That, like that, we, does, that does not concern us not. Or no, no, no. Us not. Yeah. That concerns it doesn't us matter. Yeah. Every team is a good team when they Compared play the Oilers, to, right? Yeah. It's the hell because mouth, they just want to beat the shit out of us. Like they want to come the in. They're pissed, they're pissed off from the moment they step off the airplane and get into Edmonton, and then they just want to take it all out <clears throat> on the fucking Oilers. Okay, so the this the Rangers have one junior team. <laughs> exactly, they're like a they're like a mix. They're like a mishmash of a junior and an AHL team. So they uh, have. Oh man, we're uh, we're out of the playoffs as of right now. We're what do we got? Insane. We got, we're 20-17 and four. And the Rangers are nineteen, fifteen, and four. We should. Like, what's talk the deal about, though? Like, what's happened though? Like, like uh, just every line has fallen apart. Is every defensive pairing playing bad? Like the goaltending. I feel like the goaltending is getting over relied on. Like Smith is just like, what's going on with Smith? Smith is done, right? Is, is Smith just done? I don't know. Poskin, I mean, like Poskin's getting pushed, pushed to, to his limit already. We we like almost need a, a fucking trade for a goalie too. Oh. I don't know. The problem is not goaltending. The problem in that Flames game wasn't the fucking goaltending. No, like we I don't have. There's no system. There's no system. There's yeah. no system system whatsoever. <clears throat> our our forwards play with absolutely zero defensive awareness. Like Leon, it's time to talk a little bit about how much of a defensive liability fucking Leon Dreisaitl is. He's constantly giving away the puck. He's not making some sick pass. That button hook pass when they enter the zone doesn't work. It's coming right back up our throats the other end. And See, this is – what's the deal, though, with the topsy-turvy? Like, like, like three months ago, everyone was just like, oh, he wants the selfie. He's looking great. Like, what is it with – it's like they're Jesus, they're the devil. You know, I, I love I you. Go fuck yourself. It's like, it's like it's the, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Like, it's a tale of, like – it's always it's so it's like this bizarre tale in like in like like rapid shifts in contrast. I know. It's fucked up, man. Well, you know what? You know what the problem is. You know what? Why that is? is because you should get into the pool of self misery. They're the most inconsistent team in like the fucking history of professional sports. Like how you can go? It's almost as though they think playing one game well buys them an entire season, or it buys them the next game. Like there's such a high, and the whole city just like gets on their dicks for that for the next 24 hour period that they totally forget that they have to play another game and they have to do that again. Like it's insane. There is zero. I've never seen such an inconsistent. Never mind inconsistent sports team. I've never seen such an inconsistent thing. Fucking full stop in the Edmonton Oilers. Like how you could even it takes efforts to be that inconsistent. How there wouldn't be. How there wouldn't be any residual effect from playing well going into the next game, that would take less effort to maintain sort of a, a residual effect as opposed to just not showing up at all. Like to me, that takes more effort. Playing that shitty following a great game 
takes more effort than maintaining the level that you played at in a good game. How they're able to do that, fuck man, I don't know. I don't know what that is. What is that? I don't know. I don't know what, what is that? that is. What is but that? That's, oh, that's okay. The so problem. I see you're putting the cap on the what is that segment. See, the what is that segment is very, very expensive. It's very schizophrenic. It's, it's like a rhizome. It moves in every direction. I love it. It's perfect. Right. It's perfect for us. Well done. Well done. Oh. You know, I have had this the like. crazy, the, man. I don't think I can do. I don't think I can release another set of the the or the teenagers' bad poetry. He keeps, he, this guy keeps on sending more and more in. I've had to block him. Um, I keep on getting these like packages of like dried flower bouquets on my like doorstep. Sometimes there's like mm. a dead bird or a dead squirrel. A little disturbing. I have contacted the local authorities. Um, I don't think the po- I don't think the bad poetry is is really needed. Nor nor do I think is. Yeah, is bad poetry or possibly poetry itself at all warranted for public consumption? Or suitable yeah, no, this is kind of beyond bad poetry. Like, there's yeah. certain things that bad teenage poets don't write about because they just can't kind of get a, uh, a grasp on the magnitude of it. You know what I mean? This isn't like, this isn't like a petty heartbreak. This is like deep, dark, like an existential actual existential crisis you know so we almost need we almost need like a slightly intelligent teenager to do it it has to be like mediocre no, I, teenage poetry I don't think from we from, need, from a smart high we, school student no i don't think we need like a teen i think we need like a fucking like pulitzer okay. prize winning like a shot like glass a nobel prize oh, okay. a nobel was, prize like, winning start. nobel prize winning poets maybe a no, norwegian a nice norwegian poet to, how about take it out I don't know. There's nothing sexy about it. This, this, this is. There's nothing sexy about it. <laughs> no, there's nothing I'm so sexy fucking down in the dumps. I'm so <laughs> fucking down in the dumps about yeah, it me all. Too, man. Me too. Like me I'm too. dreading tomorrow, fucking New Year's Eve, my least favorite day of the year, the day that mocks me the most. You know, New Year's day Eve, mocks me the where most. I look, where I look forward to a new year, and the coming year is like just fucking stop, man. Just well, like everyone knows, like everyone knows it's impossible. You're humiliating yourself. No, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people have, like, a great time on New Year's Eve. Weirdos. Anyway, it's going to be the New Year's Eve coupled with this fucking game against the New York Rangers, you know, that's going to be percolating in the back of my mind the entire day, the entire night. And I know there's going to come a time. It's going to be, like, 1245. It's going to be 130 in the morning. I'm going to be, like, ripped on shrooms. And then I'm going to have to, like, deal with stumbling across the highlight package. This fucking game against the New York Rangers. I don't really want to watch it, but I'll, I'll probably because I'm just planning on being in the ball all day New Year's Eve. But what I'll do is I'll maybe turn turn the you know turn the screen on, have the game coming on, and then just kind of like as Philip Glass is playing like extra quiet in the background, I'll, I'll I'll peek at it with one eye, and then maybe if we score first, I'll start watching. But yeah. It was a death march to the end of the year as an Oilers fan. It was a death march to the end of the year because you were like, okay, well, you know, it's December, it's cold, you're in like some fucking place in the far off. Fuck knows. Twenty four hours dark. a day. You know, faces are, are angry when you look at them. It's like it's like when when you kind of scurry across the street as you're crossing the street because you know because there's a car coming. You can see like a little bit of like a subtle sense of disappointment in the driver's eyes. They were like, oh, I was really hoping he wasn't going to get out of the way fast enough, and I was going to get to hit him. Like, <laughs> not a good time. You just like, I just could not bring myself, especially like the last game. I was like, there's no way. I was like, no, I'm not watching the game. I just know they're going to fucking shit the bed and um, it's going to be the worst. And I was already in, I was already in ball formation. So I really didn't have a choice. I still can't believe that. like I was there. I was there with my yeah. fucking son. No, like I can't yeah. believe yeah. I yeah. was there and got to like, like experience that, like that old, fucking shit once again you know that old bullshit like aren't we beyond that now i don't understand how we're not beyond that like what do you say if you're tipping like what well, what the fuck do you say do you just go into a room and be like so we're doing this like really this is how it's going to be like you haven't figured it out after 20 fucking years of i just think i think i honestly at this point i'm not even joking anymore like if it's tip like the thing is tip it if Tippett is not one thing, and that's a total fucking psycho, if it was Hitchcock or some of the other coaches we had recently, 
you know, they, they'd be, they'd be carrying a gun around. But, um, but with Tippett, he probably knows how fucked they are. But in his mind, I'm sure he just thinks to himself, like, you know, I just really need to get, I need to get more time in practicing with this team, teaching them the system, getting my fingers in there in those brains. Cause they're building something from nothing. I guess to be so. honest. It's like, it's well, like, no, they're everyone's not. This, they well, have the Oilers two have been best crazy, offensive players in the league. I'm talking like team system wise, like team identity wise. It's been such a crazy hodgepodge for so long. Team identity wise, like, throwing sure. throwing so many ingredients that. in that paella for so long that like you just got to scrape the, the the whole thing out, throw it out, and start start over from fresh. Which is why I'm saying I'm not even joking. Like summer school, they need to like come. They need to come to training <laughs> camp a month early next year and just learn to do drills and learn how to play together as like a hockey team because we've been a crazy fucking hodgepodge. So but why long. don't like, they know how to? How come every on. other team? How come every other team knows how to do that? Or how come every least, other team? How come we had the worst record of, of any team of the decade? We had the yeah, over how, the decade how come? with a bullet. We had the worst record of anyone. How come? Because we didn't have fucking Ken Holland and Dave Tippett before. But they need some yeah, time. Yeah, nobody time. had that. Like nobody has had. Like there's been far shittier teams. You know, we had top picks. Like we've had, t- there's no excuse, and like the problem, and when we come out and we just don't even play for the first ten minutes, like that's why we suck, right? Because so many times we just don't show up. The games that you and I after the game are like, yeah, either we won the game or we're like, well, there's a lot of like, I feel good, I feel good. It's because we didn't get fucking scored on within the first twenty seconds, which yeah, exactly. happens all the time. Like, what yeah. is that? What is that? How can we come uh, out and just like? See, this is like, what I'm worried I about. I feel a, like I feel like the, you know, just, just say, yeah. The way you say "what is that" is very, very heartfelt, very passionate. It, it concerns me because it's such a perfect conduit for just pure rage and frustration at this fucking team for not showing up and letting in, yeah, letting in a goal, the first like 20 seconds. It's like I don't think there's another sport where like a team does that to their fans at all. Like I can't think of another example where like that's. Just well, like, there's like. There's, like, the bad first inning in baseball, which is its own animal. Like, I'm kind of a very casual baseball fan, but I imagine that, like, when your team gives up, like, ten runs in the first inning, we're just sitting there and, like, you cannot get three outs and your pitcher's just serving up, like, dinger after dinger. And it's dinger. a procession of... You know what I mean? I think that would be pretty brutal. But I a think procession this is... Of, procession of what? A procession of runs, right? Where it's just like oh. a constant march across the plate, and you're just right. watching the scoreboard, like, and you're thinking, like, well, like the Nazis goose, goose stepping through France. You're just like, ah, oh, yeah, it's like a parade. So yeah. I think that's similar, but this is its own thing. Like, just for God's sakes, don't like show up for the first ten minutes. You know, if we can get through the first ten minutes, like, why are you letting the other team? Like, why would you do that to yourself? I don't understand why you would do that. To yourself. I don't understand yeah. why you would do that to yourself. Yes, give you know in to mean? your hatred. Yes. Yes, the dark And no physicality. Stronger. Like, no I physicality. For all that talk about how it's about, oh, this is a big game. Like, how, how, hum, how humiliating. How humiliating to talk about how big the Battle of Alberta is and how, like, oh, yeah, we grew up on this. And then you show up and you don't even play. Like, there's no physicality. You'd just rather not engage. I don't understand, man. Yeah. This team is in big, big fucking trouble. And not only that, if things go south, right? Like I said, from the beginning of the year, this is their last cracking. If you think that mm. Connie and Leon are going to fucking not start causing a fuss, like they're going to put, we've already squandered like years 18 to, to fucking 23 for Connie, right? He's never going to get them back. Like those are gone for good. Never going to get them back, baby. Yeah, no, it's, uh, if, you if, think that if we don't make the playoffs the, this year, just, or if we don't, if we don't fucking figure it out this year, I mean, I think, I, don't, I think no one would, would disagree with, with our top players wanting out because it's just like, no. And then they leave, and then all of Edmonton has to fucking face the music because it'll be blatantly obvious that no, nobody wants to fucking play here, right? Nobody wants to play here, right? Nobody's gonna want to come here after Kanye. Oh leaves. man, it's my brain. The pain in my brain. The pain in my brain, bro. I can't take it. I can't take this shit. This is this is way too. 
like this the only way the only way this is okay the the the, the way we all feel as fans right now in the season is this is if is if this is the lowest point and the rest of the season is somehow a tale of redemption because if this continues like much longer um <clears throat> you'll be you'll be doing a podcast with a guy who just like is is wrapped in a blanket going like completely you know you, I hope you're ready to have that conversation cuz that's that's where we're going to end up they're going to be like he used Whoa. to do a podcast you see before before the Oilers before the Oilers got to him and he, he lost his nerve one well, I mean like yeah yeah like you'll be in rough shape but I'm also pretty concerned about what kind of shape I'm going to be in like I'm right on the fucking edge right now man yeah I'm right on the edge well I think like based, you know based I mean? on based on the tone and intonation of your voice like it's 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 eerily similar to what I imagine someone on like a suicide crisis line would hear you know, like I'm really close. What the fuck? Like I can feel. That's why. That's why I went into Palpatine mode because I could feel the anger. I could feel your hatred. It was kind of beautiful in a fucked up way. But I mean, I just, I'm I'm I wallowing. Just... Like I'm wallowing in self pity. So it's almost like it's like my luxury vacation watching you spit the fire. I just don't understand. I just haven't understood for so long, and I continue not being able to understand why they don't show up. Just show up. You know what show I mean? Up. Yeah. Yeah. Half the battle is showing up. You know, showing up's showing up's half the battle. You know, you gotta show up. Just show up. Just show up. It is weird. It is weird. It's almost like it's almost like you get the sense that like they were like they're like kids and they like went to West Edmonton Mall but they like didn't time out how long it took them to get back to the Coliseum in time for the afternoon game or whatever. So they like left the movie and they were like eating spaghetti or whatever, and, like, being silly, and then and maybe, like, a little drunk, and they're like, oh, shit, there's a game! And then they, like, went to the fucking hockey arena, and they're, like, they're just, you know, they're, like, kids not ready to play a game. Well, yeah, that's what I think's happening. I think, like, Edmonton just gets so high on when they play well that they, yeah, they're at fucking West Edmonton Mall, right? That's probably exactly where they were. They are probably well, like, at yeah. West Edmonton Mall going on rides and eating spaghetti. And everyone's well, like, yeah, hey! so- it's like the Oilers, like, the entire yeah. city is like shitting their pants, and they're, they're like, like, oh my like god, we've yeah, yeah. It's like if you had a kid and they played soccer, and like every time they they touched the ball, you were like, yay, way to go, and you like drove them home like it was a parade, and they were like it was like a hero's welcome, and you had a big feast and festival every time they did like anything. Um, you know, they're they're not going to have any kind of like grit or a backbone, you know? They're not going to be able to tie tie a knot on the end of the rope when they reach the end of their rope, you know? They're going to be soft. Soft, you see? Parents. I blame the yeah, parents. Yeah, well, one of my greatest... What a, yes, exactly, man. I do blame the parents. And one of my greatest fears, and it's been my fear... It's been the fear in the back of my mind, living here my entire life, is that we are the problem, man. And if we're the problem, then we're just eternally fucked, like when Bob Nicholson said, "There's something in the water." You know what's in the water? We're in the water, man. We're in the water. Like, like your we are a huge taint. We're a huge part of the equation here, right? The Edmonton fan base and the 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 uh, the uh, mania that we have for this team, the hysteria. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. hysteria over the '80s, like it's you know. And if we're the problem, then like, what the fuck do we do? It's almost as though like we're the like the maniac hysterical girlfriend slash boyfriend of the team. And like, we, we make, you know, at first it seems like, Oh, you know, we worship you. We're the best partner ever, blah, 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 blah. Like when, when things are good, they're amazing. But then there's this nervous, weird, bizarre, you know, earth shifting back and forth, up and down thing going on. So the Oilers are caught into like caught in this fucked up, weird, like codependent relationship or whatever the fuck. Maybe codependent's not the right word. But they're, we're in a bad we're in a bad romance. Yeah, we're in a bad romance with the team, just like Lady. And Gaga if that's said. the problem, well, there's nothing else to fucking do here, man. You can there's I could go tobogganing, or I can just like blind myself with like with Oilers. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, there's no, nothing else like, to do. It's like you know, tobogganing. You live or in Edmonton. Oilers. You live in Edmonton and just want to like die, or you could like wear an Oilers jersey, Oilers pants, socks, underwear, toque, and then like some glasses that are like 
have the Oilers logo somehow like on the lenses. You can like wear yeah. them over your eyes and face. And then you're something. You're somebody. People are like, oh yeah, Gretzky and Messier and yeah, they had they they got some good young players now. It's like we have the two fucking highest scoring players in the fucking goddamn best league in the world. And our team is ass. Like what the fuck? I I don't I what still explain to me how what that's is that? physically fucking possible. I know. And, it, like, the Oilers are our only tether, right? They're our only tether to the rest of the universe. Like, New York City has no fucking business knowing we exist, right? Well, I mean, this the is the thing. None of the players on the Rangers would know, would be able to point to Edmonton or Alberta on a map. If, if well, they, I think the players have, would because they're... But nobody associated, like, nobody who works for the Rangers would. Yeah. Like, no... You know what I mean? Yeah. The thing so that there's like, a lot of like we're, I think we're too small. We're too there's 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 a thing I think that exists where like a place has to have certain things to be able to support a professional sports team, and it's not just like it's not just like size of the city or city infrastructure. Like there's more to it than that. We have a lot of strikes against us. Oh like, yeah, we're fucking oh, there's, isolated. Yeah. Nothing else going. We have nothing else going on. Like, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. And it's like, it's like a fucking, it's doomed from the get-go. And then it culminates in, like, what's happening here, where we have all this top talent from years of sucking. And it's just going to end up just ripping the soul right out of the city, you know? Well, and before, hold on, be before, <laughs> before we get to I the don't know. Thing. It's, it's scary to think about it. It's scary uh, to I, think about uh, it. Yeah, uh, ripping, I mean, the, before we get to the ripping of the soul in the city out, let me just say, like, let's let's just... Let me put on my rose-colored glasses. You know, let me let me drink a a, a liter of brandy yeah, yeah. and tell you tell you what I think is would be the possible fantasy way out of this. Like you know, in terms of like you know, what the hobbits would need to do to destroy the Ring of Evil and save the Oilers' day. Right. Let's hear it. Let's so hear let's. It. So we called up. Uh, we assigned Granland and I think Brendan Manning. That's right. right? And then we called up Yamamoto and William uh, Lageson. Leia Willison. How how do you say his Mm -hmm. name? Like, Lagason? So, theory... I just call him William. William, Willie. Big Willie. uh, Slick Willie. So they, let's say they get a game in, they they, they both play the game against the Rangers, and let's just say they both play well. Let's say Yamamoto gets a point, and uh, and Lagason looks okay, you know? They're being showcased for the Ottawa Senators as two pieces in the trade for Peugeot. Because, like, the thing is, man, like, a player like Peugeot would make... It would basically almost be like having another Nuge, because I feel like Nuge is only playing at, like, 60-70% capacity because he seems like he's injured. So, like, he wouldn't bring as much as, like, the top end... Like, it's just a, pl- yeah, a player a lot- of that ilk is going to fucking... Is, 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 is what's going to make a world of difference for us just depth-wise up front. And if we can trade prospects people, and, and picks for that player, like that's that's what needs to happen. Like ASAFP. Like what the fuck? Yeah, a, like, a lot now, of people. Like a lot of people. A lot of people are getting off the Nuge train. That's another thing that's going on right now. The Nuge right now fucking sucks. Shut the fuck up. He's playing. He injured. fucking sucks right now. Well, I don't care if he's playing injured. You know, he's playing like shit. Whether or not he's playing injured, I don't care. Like, I don't care if you're playing injured. I'm just you're, saying you're long playing term. Like, you're playing like shit. I'm saying long term, you know, I could, uh, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm still not, I mean, I guess, I, 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 okay, in all fairness, I did not watch sure. the last few games. He didn't look good on that first goal against Calgary, for sure. Oh, my but like, gosh. Didn't he also have a goal recently as well? He's yeah. Still, so what? I, I, he had a goal. I, I know. I'm just saying. And I don't know. Did he ever actually I get time on Connie's swing? I don't think he did have a goal recently, also. No? I don't know. He's just looked like ass, you know? And a lot of people are getting off of the Nuge train right now. And I think, like, maybe. Like, if you're playing injured, then don't play, all right? Get somebody in there, because I don't want to see you out there fucking stinking up the joints. And the excuse is you're playing injured. If you're playing injured then stop playing before you get even more injured. You're not doing us any favors. You're not getting a medal for playing injured. You know what I mean? You're not getting a, a, a commendation for playing injured. 
I like this version of the podcast where you just have you angrily angrily rant and then I then I riff and sing on what you're saying. So this is really interesting. I look at I look at the the graph of our all time plays because we have that huge spike, right? And it looks exactly like a KKK hood. And there's like two dots on the line below it that make, look like perfect eyes. But like now we have this new. It went down again for a couple of weeks, and now it's looking it's looking up. So it almost looks like the, the the guy in the KKK hood is about to like lift his arm up to do like a some kind of gesture. I'm totally opposed to white supremacy in every form. I want I just want to say it's just it's impossible to not to look at the graph and not not think that. Sorry, I'm just trying to I'm trying to think about like what we're gonna have to transition into other interests, man. Like maybe we become survivalists, or like maybe we start a YouTube channel where we just have like rations, like we go through various army ration kits from around the world. You ever seen those? Yes, I have. Let's do it. Or like I have I believe- seen them. You had an idea for a I don't know, I don't think so. But through the cookies of the world trademark. Cookies of the world, yeah, cookies of the world. I don't know. I think this is what people I mean, here's the thing. When we the reason this podcast exists, like you said, like this is kind of this is the reason this podcast began is because after the games, right, for like a fucking decade, it would just be like we would have so much fucking bile that we needed to expel right and it would maybe just be what, like we weren't, even, we, need to do. we weren't even reading each other's texts we were just texting at each other right? that's true and yeah, then after true. like 20 yeah. minutes we'd just be like okay i'm going to bed now <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm exhausted yeah 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 and i don't think people want to hear like the bullshit from the media like well or how about this one when they're like it's just a game like this it's entertainment like i heard i heard a few people saying that like we take this a little too seriously. Like, fuck. Oh my god. Like, fuck like the off. fucking, the fucking pathetic, pathetic platitudes that the Edmonton fucking media will pull out to like, to just like, fucking put lipstick on the pig of like another shit season is just like ridiculous. Like, I oh, actually had a theory. I had a theory. Like, I honestly think what's at the heart of the problem is the. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and blame the media on this one. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say the Edmonton sports media is the main problem. Okay. Wow. And I'm also going to say something else. I think, I think Terry Jones is actually Mark Spector, but from the future. <laughs> I think Mark Spector gets so negative and so pissed off and so nihilistically, like, like just bankrupt of any, like, complete moral bankruptcy, complete, you know, utter despair and depression. And he just starts eating pure slabs of, like, cheese and butter. And then he, in 30 years, he looks yeah. like Terry Jones. Because he is Terry Jones. Because Terry Jones is him. Uh, there was a point in that Calgary game where they were like they they were, they were honoring season's ticket holders, right? So they like oh, yeah. went to this guy and they, they were All like, the season ticket holders "We'd like not, to not uh, next year." They were like, "We'd like to uh, special thanks to uh, to whoever it was, William Darby, season ticket holder since 1998. 1998. Can you imagine how fucking miserable your life has been since 1998? The shit hockey you've seen. And this guy was sitting there. He looked like my dad. Just like, you know, the archetypal Edmontonian, right? Mustache, jacket on inside with a beer. And he had this look on his face like, Get the fuck away from me with your awards. There's no place there. This is the absolute last place <laughs> I want to be on the face of the earth. Yet he, there's no way to, ex- they were doing to extricate myself. Right. No, they were standing they were right next to him, like some goofball Oilers, you know, Oilers booster, right? Who's in your face, like, congratulations on being a season ticket holder since 1998. Just like, get the fuck away from me. Like, go jump off the top tier, you son of a bitch. You know what I mean? It was so fucking sad. And Casper and I just, my son and I just looked at each other like, oh my God, like, are you kidding me? This poor bastard. It was so miserable, man. And I felt so bad for this poor jackass. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's like, uh, like it's, it's been, it's funny how, it's funny how the dread and the, the dread and loathing and fear was building and then both but was both building slowly but also was able to explode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like 
not not a lot of yeah. things like that. It's almost as though there had been like, you know, there'd been like these horrible like rains and like bad like uh, omens and whatnot. And we all knew it was going to happen. Right. We all knew it was going to happen. But then when it finally exploded to its worst point, it was still a surprise somehow of like how bad it was, how frustrated we were, how horribly the fucking flames stomped us. Yeah, well, this episode of the podcast, this episode could not have happened with any sort of legitimacy at any other time during the season. But now it's here. Now this episode has happened. The cork is fucking out of the bottle. The genie's out of the lamp. I thought we already had the lowest points of the season. We we already had like two or three this is the lowest point of the season episodes, though, dude. Nah, I mean, like, maybe. But they weren't... There was no rage there. Like I didn't have. Oh no, the rage! The I rage had. this time is real. No, I really, I'm really glad we were able to get a recording of your rage, so that like after the world is destroyed and whatever catastrophe happens in the next 18 months, aliens <laughs> will be able to find the recording and they'll be like, I wonder, like, what this human emotion called anger and rage? What is it? And they'd listen to Handkerchief Dynasty episode 32 and they'd be like, Oh, that guy! What that guy's feeling right there, where it's like it sounds like he's like literally in the throes of like. Murdering someone in rage. Ah! Whereas, like, I'm much more. I, I was much more. Wall, I was much more having a good wallow. I really, I really thought wallow was the the formation that was going to work for me to get through the end of the end of this year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really capable of the ball at, in my station. Uh, my station in life right now. Like, true. Yeah. I I can't hit the ball like like you can. I yeah. can't hit the ball, but I can't get into a ball. Yeah. I can't do the, I can't do the ball. You're not having so, the ball when you're in the ball. Instead right? of that, yeah. People are like, of get that, out of the ball, Dad. You're depressing us. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. So I just have to, like, save it up and, like, put on a happy face, you know? Right. Until right now, when I can just, like, unload. <sighs> It's been well. It's been very refreshing, to be honest. Like this level of like uh, abject honesty, uh, expressing your negative emotions is is really really refreshing for me. It's kind of woke yeah. What? Well, I feel better. I'm feeling I feel good. a lot better oh, having done big it. Stretch. Big stretch. Yeah. And, and you know the worst part is surprise. Sorry. The worst part is, despite having said all this, like I know, like I still fucking love this team almost more than I love anything else in my life. Like, like that's the worst part, you know? I know. Somebody, I know. somebody tweeted at, uh, at high priest oil and they were like, they were like, it's so, what did they say? Just let me look it up here. Cause it was really well put what they said. Someone uh, tweeted at you at high priest oil on Twitter or handkerchief DY one on Twitter or handkerchief dynasty at gmail.com. That's I still right. don't, I'm pretty sure that, we haven't gotten a single email yet. That's right. This let's, is what it is. Let's open up the old email bag, you cunts. This is it. Sorry from from no? from no? from at roster Josh, right? At from at roster Josh. It is tough being in love with perpetual disappointment. How about that? That's a tattoo right there. That's what my. That's what all of my ex girlfriends uh, have tattooed under their arm, right like down, down down their side. And there's, picture, there's a picture of me, so they can always just pull up the side of their shirt and just show people, don't ever date this guy. Like I'm in love with perpetual disappointment. How fucking yeah. sick is that? It's the truth. It's very well put. It's very well put. At Roster it's, Josh. It's, it's, not so much, it's not so much being in love, it's, it's being... No, that's exactly... Being chained to a kind of boat anchor. You know, it's more of like... It's more of like a... It's more of like, oh, you must, you must, you must walk with the stone of shame for the rest of your days, or something. It's like, it's love, but it's like, it's like the love that Tom Cruise or Tom uh, Hanks had for Wilson in Castaway. If Wilson was a giant, like fifty-ton boat anchor that he had to carry around, or that was dragging him down to the, you know, to for him to drown in the depths of the ocean. Oh, a robot. Ah uh, no, that was that was a uh, was sounds like else. So that sounds like, like that out. 
No, not going to. That was definitely a robot. Tell me the truth, man. You got robots over there, eh? Yeah, I'm, I'm slowly constructing a robot army. It's the only I, thing I could think of to do. I, I did. I turned Bob 2, Bob Stuffer 2, into a, kind of a nurse droid to just make sure I didn't go in case, in case I went wholly over the edge <laughs> with the whole, like, ball formation over the, over the seasonal affect holiday. Um, oh. And, uh, you know, he be, he's got a tender side for sure. That Bob Stuffer. It's like, it's, I feel it almost as much for, like, because, like, the, the media is the problem, but not Bob Stoffer and not Jack Michaels. Like, I feel for them almost the most. No. Or, like, yeah, they, I agree. they have to, like, they have to be like, ah, oh, again? Again. Yeah. Really? You guys, you're doing it again? You're just doing, I you're know. just doing your thing where you just, you fucking suck again? And you don't know how to play hockey again? Well, and you're going to no let it, way. you're going to let it pull in the first minute of the period again? Yeah, that would be a really tough job. Like I do at that point. I mean, sure you're. I mean, it's it's okay, I suppose. Like you're traveling around North America, you're eating like awesome hot dogs and stuff. But there's a point where you're you're there for all of it, and it's just not fun. Like it's just like really really brutal having to be the conduit that's communicating heartbreak, and you're just like, I'm, and you can't really apologize for it, which is all you want to do. Like if it was me, that's all I would want to do is I would just want to be, you know, saying, like, I'm really sorry. I know you're listening. I know you're out there. And I feel so fucking bad for you. But yeah. I don't think they're allowed. I don't think they're allowed to do that. Like, I think 630 Chad would clamp down on that pretty quick. Yeah. No. 630 Chad are like you have to be ruthless businessmen run 630 yeah. Chad. <laughs> they're like, they're no very doubt. like. They're like they're they they're, they're twirling their mustaches, uh-huh. and they're saying they're saying read the Ruth Chris ad better. I'll kill you. They're like they're like they're like Werner von Braun in his like Nazi rocket factory where he just would like hang the, the five slowest Jews in the factory. It's like six thirty. Chet is just like hanging the like five lowest performing radio hosts at the end of every year. That's why that's what happened to Dan Tenser. It's like a it's like a voice double they use now. Do you know what happened to Dan Tensu? Do you know what he's actually doing right now? Sex cults? Do you know, do you know what he's doing? He's a no. fucking scout. Yeah. What? A scout? Yeah. For who? He, like he's, he's in, he's in, in like Scouts Canada? Yeah, he works in hockey. He's a direct... This is what he's doing now, dude. He's the director of scouting for the WHL Saskatoon Blades. Jesus, fuck. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. That's weird. No, he's like, he's, that's a legitimate job, right? Like, if you or I were doing that job, forget about it. Right? Like, like, I'm, that's it. For the rest of my life, that's all you're ever going to hear about. He lucked into like, that. Travel- how, did, how did he luck into he's that? He's traveling nice. the country. I don't know. No kidding, right? You're traveling around the country and the USA on the Saskatoon Blades dime, watching, like, small town hockey. Fuck. I'll take all, I'll take that. I'll take all of that you got. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, that's what he's doing now. He escaped the noose and is director of scouting for the Saskatoon. The, the, Crazy, noose, of, right? the noose of like Edmund, local Edmonton news media. Wasn't he like the evening news Six guy? Six City Chet. Six City Chet. The noose of Six City Chet. He was the uh, right. primetime sports guy. The Six City Chet has a, has a uh, sports show from 6 to 9, which is so great. It's so pure. It's pure Edmonton. But he was the host of that for three what? years. For, no, but I thought, I thought he was the Oilers. He was like the Oilers lunch host or something for a while. No, he was and never. What did he do after that? Because he had an Oilers show, and then he didn't. And that's why I kind of forgot about him. Yeah, he was the primetime sports guy. He was an evening, I, there's an I, evening I, show. I call, that the, I call that the past tensor era, when I had no idea what the fuck he was anymore. The past never, tensor. I, I never really gave a shit about Dan Spencer, to be honest. That no, much. he's a little wiener. He kind of reminds me of the Nuge. Uh, don't say that. Well, I just said it. I said it. All right. Prove, prove me wrong, Nuge. Prove, prove me wrong, Nuge. I mean, I, I, I yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready to jump on the, the Nuge, the Nuge hate wagon. Uh, we're at like 54 minutes here. Yeah, you're gonna have we to, need like, to, end have to it. Think of some kind of fucking songs to put at the beginning and end of this. 
Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we, we got back on the horse. I'm glad all of a sudden, like, there's an uptick in traffic. Cause to be honest, like, the, like, the low after we had that wicked spike was kind of like so much of a bummer that I'm, it's nice to see that we're getting some more action. But our listeners, well, for Pete's sake, all, all listeners that out spike there, was in- we're giving you a free, wonderful podcast. We love you as we would love our own children in, in this horrible, and, and then the love is stronger because we're going through the adversity of cheering for the most inconsistent team in the history of sports. But right, we all need share to huddle together. Friends. We all need to get in the ball. Yeah, share it with your family. Just subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Email us. Tweet at us. Leave uh, a review. Our Leave a review. Leave a review. Say hey, say hey. These guys are the bomb. Or say hey, yeah. these guys are amaze balls. Well, like the one guy you can say the one guy is starting to kind of scare me. The one guy is really scary, um, but but scary good. I don't know. I mean, sure. It'd be nice to say, but I, 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 I mean, I'm starting to scare myself a little bit. I'm starting to scare myself. Can I maintain for another three months like this? I mean, I have in the past, but, you know, I get older. There's more of like, there's more of this inside of me. With every passing day, there's more of this inside of me. If the Oilers continue down this path, what we'll do is we'll just, we'll just, we'll just thera- therapize ourselves with, uh, with going over past years and how shitty they were back then. So we'll go over, like, Steve Tambellini's record for, like, four right. episodes. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. We'll be like, Jesus anyway, Christ, it'll be fun. Tambellini. It's all, it's so much fun, right? It's so much, this is all so much fun. It's so much fun. It's right? entertainment. It's entertainment. Hey, it's, it's not, entertainment. It's, it's, don't, it's not a horrible Kafka-esque fucking Don't nightmare. take it so seriously. Don't take it so seriously, like the media says, right? Like the guys, it's like, like those guys, guys people who call in. have for movies that suck. It's like, oh, you're taking it, you're taking it too seriously. It's supposed uh, to be it's shitty. Like, it's fuck it's you. Supposed fuck, to be fun. You're supposed shit. to be having. <laughs> ah, shut those people need to shut the fuck up, man. Seriously, goddamn. Like I know. Me. Seriously, blow me. <laughs> oh, you're taking it too seriously. It's like, yeah, well, you know, it's nice when uh, when you can watch some sports and enjoy it. You know, you know. And I don't think we do take it too seriously, to be honest. It's not as no. though. Explain to me how it was entertaining. Explain to me how what you sat there and watched us getting waxed by the Calgary Flames. Explain the moments that you were entertained when you were sincerely like, oh, man, I'm having such a good time. I'm having so much fun tonight. Because I, I, if, you, if there was a moment like that, I seriously question your sanity. I seriously question where you're at mentally when you, or, or your honesty. I have serious questions for you about what you found entertaining during that. I'd like to hear about it. Let us know. Let us know the moments of that game where you were entertained. Mm. We're, so not, we we're, not gonna, we're not going to all hear, of it. We're not going to hear that, but no, it doesn't exist because it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, right, let's, let's uh, end uh, it now. Yeah, yeah let's uh, let's end it there. You know, we'll uh, maybe hook up. Uh, after oh, whatever will. the fuck happens after, after this the, the New Year's, Year's Eve. game, the yeah, New, New Year's, Year's Eve game against the New York Rangers. Oh, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be I bad. can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, here's hoping. Okay. All right, man. Uh, take care. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Okay, later. Bye-bye. Later.